Welcome to Two Side Outdoors, your hunting, camping, fishing, survival techniques, and everything outdoors. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode. So, this episode is basically going to be just talking fish and everything else, I guess. Whatever else we want to talk about. Cool. Heck yeah. So today I got two guests. Um, one of them I have on. What is it like? About two months ago, three months ago. Eh, it was it was uh, April right before I went to New Mexico. Yeah, in April, yeah. Yep. So let's introduce you guys. Who who wants to go first? <laughs> well, Joseph Lugo, uh, born and raised native from Yuma, Arizona, uh, doing the nine two eight Flathead Boys thing. Um, you know, just just here to have some fun and, and talk about what we love to do. Cool. Sounds good, sounds good, man. Uh, Brandon over here. Yes, sir. Uh, Brandon, uh, originally from uh, California. Uh, been here in Yuma, Arizona for about, man, I don't even know how long, actually. I moved here in 2009, um, and I've been here ever since. Uh, same wow. thing, man. Ready to get in and <laughs> dig into some talk about some fishing, man. Yep. See, I'm, I'm still a freshie here. It's like I've, I've only been here since September. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Huh? Well... You're one of the best places of, of uh, fisheries, man. That's, uh, that's sure. what I've been hearing and slowly sure. seeing. <laughs> that's for sure. And you know, we have some some good information. You know, Joe is. Oh no! One, yeah, it's like good ones, he's man. he's been such a help so far. It's definitely. like all the stuff that I've been learning. It's it's awesome. Definitely, yeah. man. Definitely not afraid to share information. You know, if you're willing and open and to learning. You oh know no, what I mean? A lot of people weren't open, yeah. you know, to hearing things, but. Yeah. If you are, you can definitely learn or not. Man. No, definitely yeah, definitely. <laughs> just, just don't ask me for my spot. <laughs> yeah, huh, huh. Especially not the bait spots. <laughs> the bait spots, yeah, that's, that's out of the, the question. Yeah, yeah. You're on that. yeah. <laughs> seriously. Yeah, that's and that's that's where it all starts too. You know, that's I think that's one of the biggest um, areas where you where you need to start, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to fishing for finding your bait fish. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because you can't fish for flatheads unless you have. You know, you have the the proper bait. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and and that's that's a big factor when it comes down to you know mm-hmm. fishing for these catfish and stuff. Definitely. So it's like I I've tried like different things with like baits. I've I've used frozen bluegills before. Mm-hmm. To cut them up, used mm-hmm. them. Had a few bites here and there, but it was more I think channel cats kind of just doing little mm-hmm. nibbles here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually, uh, like when that's happened to me, it it. It depends on obviously the waters you're fishing and you know your, the presentation, but I've always upsized when I when I'm getting mm-hmm. those smaller yep. hits like that, uh-huh. you know. And and I mean, yeah, they're still gonna gonna peck at it, but eventually mm-hmm. they're gonna you know the big boys are gonna come in, and once those big boys are gonna come in, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, that's it. Those little guys, I mean, they'll still stay close, they'll stay persistent, but I've I've upsized, and at that at that I've downsized as well mm-hmm. when the bite was slow. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I remember one year we went out, me and my buddy, and we uh, we weren't getting nothing. It was it was just here and there. So we downsized. We went from big live bait to big cut baits to one-inch cubes, one-inch pieces. Little pieces? On, like, a six-aught hook. And we okay. started nailing them. We started nailing them. We pulled a 28 out. I caught a 28 <laughs> off a one-inch piece of bait on a six-aught. Oh, dang. Hook. That's so, crazy. And that, that does, and that is, a, that is something, too. Like, you always have to try... As I, what I usually always tell people is to think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know what I mean? Because like Joe was saying, you know, there are times where these fish want, they're picky. You know, sometimes they want to have something 
big and juicy and sometimes they just want something that's just, just available just you know what i mean exactly you know and that's that's something that you kind of have to understand and learn as you as you go on you know what i mean as far as you know even switching up rigs and changing different things you know yeah. it's you know fishing different spots you know something that may not look fishy may be fishy you mm-hmm. know what i mean and yeah you know, there are times with the with the flapper. There's a bait that I use called the flapper, and Joe saw it firsthand, dude. Fire saw it firsthand, and you know, I learned it from you know a fellow fisherman because you know, again, I was using you know small little cut, you know, mm-hmm. small pieces of cut bait, and I was asked, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm using this cut bait." Like, no, put the whole fish on there. You pretty much cut the head off. You can either cut the head off, but you pretty much fillet it, so it it, it opens open, up, yeah. it opens up, and it floats in the water. Since so much sit in the water. I didn't think nothing of it, and these little these little <laughs> fish are hitting these these big baits like that. You know what I mean, dude? This when I first seen him do that, he's you know he's got big tilapia. <laughs> I'm talking about big tilapia, palm sized or more. Yeah, I'm hooking him, you know, and all of a sudden I hear, Dunk. what are you doing? I'm killing my bait. He's throwing the bait, you know, killing it. You know, he starts filleting it, and I'm watching him, and I'm I'm taking it in, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm always learning. You know, I'm not. I don't know everything, and I'm always willing to learn. So I'm yeah. watching, you know, and I swear to God, dude, it looked like a tortilla. <laughs> it literally, like yeah, out. It, <laughs> yes, yeah. it looked like a tortilla, and I'm like, right, Brandon, no you're good, no but way. you're good, but all right, no but, way, bro, dude." <laughs> Questioning 20, the logic. <laughs> twenty pulled in a twenty plus. Oh wow, 10, 15 minutes in, I'm like, all right, at that, okay, maybe the luck, <laughs> luck. I don't care what anybody says. Luck is part of fishing. Yes, you know? it, oh, is. No, it yeah. is. Part of anything. It is. It brings just another one. I'll, I hear, thunk. he's killing the second bait, you know. All right. <laughs> Cuts it up. Fillet, yeah. Flaps it out. Throws it on. Another tortilla out there. <laughs> Bam. He caught like two or three in less than an hour. Yeah. Oh, wow. Know? I'm like, all right. I'm a believer now. It works, you know. So, he ain't lying. I can see that. Like how you <laughs> said, it yeah. just sends out so much scent right there. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, yep. And again, they're, they're, they're picky. You know what I mean? They're, there's been times where he's used, he's caught fish in front of me, and I have my baits in the same spot, and I'm using, I'm using tilapia, and he's using cut carp. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? And he's pulling, you know, 20-plus pounders. No, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just... It's it's one of those things you just have to to try different things and mm-hmm. experience different things and there's a lot of trial and error man there's oh, been no, times always. where there's been times where you know and I know Joe you you've experienced it too there's been times where you know I've gone out for months at a time and nothing yeah. you know what I mean and then all of a sudden you know I go out and I'm trying something different and boom you know I'm catching multiple fish mm. you know what I mean oh. week after week you know it's just there's a lot of trial and error with it but you continue to learn, you know, and that's one of the things that I try to tell people. See, like, that, that's how it was that, you know? when I f- first started fishing out here was that went out to, what is it, like that helogravity? Mm-hmm. What's, it's like a wire. The wire. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. And um, seen a lot of little bait fish. Mm-hmm. Just trying for channel cats right there. Mm-hmm. And nothing. Got skunked there each time mm-hmm. that we went. Went to Fortuna a few times. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I think they had just planted some trout or something like that. Mm-hmm. Threw out a garlic chartreuse float, trout mm-hmm. float. Catfish hit up. <laughs> and you see that. And I was like, what the heck? And it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, so a tiny little trout hook. Yeah. Right on the lip. Yeah. yeah we've it's, caught, we were fishing this area one time and my brother, he hit something and this thing's fighting, bro. Just fighting and fighting. And he's 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 uh, bass and striper fishing, right? He's mm-hmm. throwing a big Rapala, you know, four or five inch Rapala. 
mid-diver. It dove about three feet, you know. And he's like, dude, I got a trophy on. So he goes down there, and he's like, it's a flathead. 13-pound <laughs> flathead. That's dope, man. I'm like, all right, that's that's one of those situations where, okay, look. Mm-hmm. Boom, you threw it in the right, right place. Right place, right time. You know, so here I go. Boom. Bam. Fighting, all right, I got a monster on. 12-pound flathead. <laughs> that's so awesome. 12-pound flathead. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's cool, dude. So where we're that's fishing. experience, dude. Yeah, where we're fishing. The guy that, that runs that area, I'm, again, I'm not going to get my spots up, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the guy that runs that area, you know, the water, comes down, and we tell him, he's like, ah, BS. He didn't believe. Goes up, gets his rod, you know, comes down, throws a similar crankbait, boom, maybe 10 casts in. Told you guys, bam. Right That's striper. crazy, man. 10-pound flathead. <laughs> that I believe day, it. <laughs> yeah. That day, it. they were hitting anything that hit that water. They, they were. It was just, you know. I wonder if it was just something with the water temp or something, or just the clarity of the water. So it's like they seen. You'll never know. <laughs> yeah, never, never know. And and the thing is, you can't tell. Me, I know I can't. When that day will ever happen again? Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. look at the the weather. Oh, the barometer. Oh, the dew point. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Yeah. Nah, I, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I, I really. It's just one of those days where they something triggers them, yep. and and it's just fire. They're you know, finicky, I, man. They're finicky. They're they're probably one of the pickiest those flatheads, man. They're picky. Mm-hmm. They're very uh they're very uh difficult. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So it's like <laughs> yeah, I was it's watching this thing the other like day. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids, man. On TV talking about like sharks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And how a lot of sharks they pick up just electrical signals and stuff that mm-hmm. are in the water. Mm-hmm. I wonder catfish do they do the same just movement and stuff it sends a signal through the water and because of their whiskers and stuff mm-hmm. picking up all these yeah. things yeah. they're like a big taste bud they mm-hmm. say they're pretty much like a taste bud and vibration just like yeah. you know bass you know mm-hmm. they they and i used to bass fish a lot back in the day until i got hooked onto this whole flathead thing mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean here. that changed that completely changed my whole yeah. aspect of, of of fishing yeah, you know yeah. What i mean but i do believe that man i, I definitely do believe that that um yeah, it's good. it's crazy because the way I was raised, again, bass fishing, that's mm-hmm. all we did, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. bluegill, and we caught a catfish. It was like, ugh, get that thing back in the water, you know? Like, forget <laughs> no, to yeah, there's, there's some people that are like, that's like, hey, catfish. yeah, catfish. It eats nothing but dead stuff. Exactly. Yeah. It's, that's a bottom yeah, feeder. The they're, they're bottom feeders. Get okay, whatever. Yeah. So my dad would always tell us, you know, you got to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Carolina rig, live bait, got to be quiet. You know, you don't want nothing on the water, mm-hmm. you know? And I stuck to that, and I've always caught big fish using that. But now, you know, with all these baits, you're talking about noises and rattles and mm-hmm. all that, and the whiskers and all that, all these rattle baits, the Demon Dragons. Yes, and I'm a big fan of those. Yeah, the Versa. I mean, it's crazy because it's it's changing the game, and they mm-hmm. work. And you're, like what Brandon said earlier, trying new stuff, thinking outside the box. Give it a try. I was against it. Yeah. When, when I first started seeing them, ah, no, you got to be mm-hmm. quiet. Shh, you know, mm-hmm. nah, you throw you throw those out and I, that rattle and they want to come see what it is, what yeah. it is, what mm-hmm. what what that What's is. What's making that noise? Then they come in, and and that to me that's the way you get them in. And then once mm-hmm. they come in and they start sensing that fresh bait, yep. or they start seeing that bluegill, exactly. fish in distress, or that <laughs> or that flapper, yeah, you know? yep. mm-hmm. yeah, it's it it like you said, try give it think outside the box. It, yeah. it works. Well, it's like when you told me the other day about the stinger hook uh-huh. setup. I wanna, that's ooh. what I used and that's how I caught that fish. I was like, yeah. damn, this works. Yeah, right? those, it's, yeah, it's, he's been trying, I've been trying to get on those too, man. <laughs> I know Joe's, you know, he's been 
saying that the ratio and i looked up you know some reviews on those things man yeah. and those things i think it what the point of those hooks are yeah. they're a lot better than because mm -hmm. i'm i'm so used to using what i use those uh the gamagatus or mm -hmm. whatever the circle yeah. hooks and i usually because mm -hmm. i know like with the flatheads their mouths are a lot mm -hmm. wider yeah other than like channels and blues and obviously we don't have blues here which people say we do but we don't um <laughs> that's another topic it's <laughs> a um, whole different ball game. yeah that's it yeah <laughs> um but i usually try to try to bend the hooks a little bit to where the gap it's kind of offset, offset a yeah. little bit more mm -hmm. because yeah. i feel like that also helps with like the hookup ratio as yeah. well it what it does is uh you're getting so if you look at a hook without an offset that point when it comes around and you look at the shank mm -hmm. it's you like know, it's it's straight, straight. Mm -hmm. and you only have so much now i know and you can probably verify this in the state of california there's regulations on that yeah there it can only be so wide mm -hmm. and you can't use offset as far as from what i've read I don't think you can use offset. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, I, I, didn't even know I think that. it's just, it's, you can have still offset, some uh -huh. of them, but they have to be under certain. a certain size. Yeah. Yeah. So all my hooks, now all the hooks that I do, the Whisker Seeker and, mm -hmm. and the, 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 the Daiichi, 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 whatever. Those are good too. The, yeah. Those it's, are good. But those ones just have a little offset. Mm -hmm. So I used to use, I don't know if you remember, I used to use the Catmax 9 knots, you know, circle mm -hmm. hooks, and they didn't mm -hmm. have an offset. So I would take, and I would put an offset on them. And it just... It gets that bar, and you have that that point is fully exposed, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. And, and and when it gets in his mouth, and and that thing turns, it's it's a wrap. Yeah, that's <laughs> a wrap. You don't yeah. because you get a you get a you know, in you know people use certain size hooks. You know, like I've been using seven, eight, and, and that's ten. That's usually what I use yeah. for the last couple of years. And you get a big, you know, forty pound, fifty pound flathead, you know, and and he hits a seven knot hook, and there's no gap in there. I mean, is that you know when you grab a big flathead. It's like a it's bar. Like you can feel that yeah. lip. You yeah, feel yeah. It. You feel. There's no way that hook's gonna go around. Mm -mm. I mean, he's he can get hooked. I'm mm -hmm. not saying he can't. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I just feel with that offset, it just it helps your chances. Yeah. Definitely. Well, it's like if you look at like their mouth. So it's like you have that whole like how you said that bar. Yeah. But then you just have the little area where it'd be like I guess their cheek more mm -hmm. or less, mm -hmm. and that would be the one spot that you'd still, still. have a decent access. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If it goes that way. Yeah, it's a, it's a trip, man. So, like again, he said it, and I'm gonna keep continuing to preach it. Try different stuff, man. Try different setups. Try different hooks. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna find something that works, and then all of a sudden, it's not gonna work. Yeah. You're like, Dang. like, what did just happen? Yeah, like, exactly. I'm starting to catch a fish on this and <laughs> yeah. look, like, what am I doing? You know. <laughs> but that's the thing, and that's where a lot of people, like, I've had a lot of buddies, you know, and that, you know, oh, I want to go fish with you. I want to go do this and that, and. I'm very, uh, I don't know what the word is, but I'm kind of like, I wouldn't say standoffish, but I'm kind of like, I don't really, there's not many people that can handle and deal with the upset, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because people see, you know, you know, for instance, Joe or me or anybody else posting mm -hmm. these big fish and they're like, oh yeah, they think that it happens all. And yes, it does happen a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we're constantly out there, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I've had a lot of people that, you know, have wanted to go and, you know, they, they bought all this gear and done all this stuff, and then they've given up because they haven't caught anything. It, it's You got to be consistent with it. You know what I mean? No, you yeah. have to be consistent with it. I've had so many, you know, customers in the last, you know, two years, newbies. I call them newbies, mm -hmm. you know, guys that they want to come out, and they, and they go full-blown. There's there's a handful of them that have gone full-blown, you know, rods, two rods, mm -hmm. two reels, $400 worth of you know, rods and reels, mm. plus your tackle. They they leave my shop five hundred dollars worth of stuff, and they're ready to rock and roll. 
couple months later, I see it posted on the page for sale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've seen it too. What's going on? Ah, you know, because I'll, I'll send them a private message. Hey, man, what's going on? You don't mm-hmm. like the gear, you know, or you know, you find something better? Nah, it's nah, I'm getting bored. It's not me. I'm not catching nothing. And I'm like, dude, you got to keep trying. Yeah, keep, yeah. You got to keep grinding, don't man. Up, you know, like, and then that's where I'm like, okay, come out with me. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go. I'll mm-hmm. take you to some spots, you know, and I'll mm-hmm. get you. I'll get you on some fish. Get you exposed to to that adrenaline. Yeah, <laughs> and then, <laughs> that adrenaline rush, it, man. It, it and changes. Yeah, and it's happened a couple times, and they've gone with me. Got them on a 15, 20 pounder, Beautiful. and they're hooked. Then they're, they're, you know, Beautiful. they're set. They're like, nice. dude, thanks. And I was getting frustrated, you know, and I'm not a guide or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I mean, I have my spots. Yeah. yeah of I have some spots where I can go out and I know that I can catch fish. Catch fish. Mm-hmm. They might not be big, big, yeah. but I can catch fish. But it's enough to get somebody turned on to them because, again, mm-hmm. you catch a 10 pound flathead, man, it's still a big difference between <laughs> catching one of those and, you know, like, it's, it's, it's an adrenaline rush. Oh, well, no, yeah. You're eight pounder. Yeah. How'd it feel? That. that freaking was amazing. <laughs> but you right? see what I mean, though? But that's, right. you know, and not everybody is, is, has the ability to even catch something like that. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to catch that? About two hours, two and a half hours. Well, and, and, and you might not catch nothing the next couple times either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Stick for, for if you're hardcore and you love it, that one makes up for it. It's like, mm-hmm. who cares? Oh, no, that was I, that was freaking awesome because it was just like i sat there for so long that it seemed like just sitting there and then all of a sudden i hear the the bait clicker just go and just and took off yeah. your heart started yeah. bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best feeling ever man when them clickers go off man oh yeah it's, it's, an, it's an adrenaline rush man it's, you know, I advise anybody that, and it's not—it's not even just flatheading, man. It's just fishing in general. It's mm-hmm. good for your health. It's good, you know, for your well-being. Um, I wish I can get out a lot more, you know, especially with Joe. You know, I love fishing with this mm-hmm. guy. Um, you know, we're always bouncing information off of each other. You know what I mean? Learning different things, and you know, that's—it's just about, and, and it builds a lot of character. It builds oh, no, relationships. Yeah. You know, even with the kids, man. Like, you know, to see—I just went out this past week on the on the Alamo, or no, it was the New River. And uh, my kids wanted to go. Like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's hot. We're coming back from camping. And I'm like, dude, it's 100 and something <laughs> degrees out here, man. Yeah. But, you know. And it's hotter over there. And it's a lot harder over there, yeah. man. It's a lot hotter over there. And, you know, the spots that I knew that, you know, there would be fish I didn't have access to. But I was like, you know what? These fish are everywhere. Yeah. Let me use my knowledge. Let me see what I can do mm-hmm. to get these. Dude, and sure enough, I got yeah. these kids on some fish, man. And, and, you know, they were happy to see their faces. And, you know, oh, they're all oh, excited yeah. and stuff like that. You know, it's. It's an it's awesome always thing, awesome man. like that. It's an awesome thing, and you know, they were quality fish too. Oh, dude, yeah, they were they were definitely quality fish, yeah. man. On that, on that, I'm gonna call, start calling that the JoJo rig. I <laughs> <laughs> call that the JoJo rig, yeah. man, because you put me on it, man. Like I've used it before, um, and you know, I stopped by his his pad one day to pick up uh, one of his bags or whatever, and I saw it, and I was like, Joe, like, <laughs> I've been using that rig, man, and sure enough, we got into conversation about it, and. I've been on it ever since, man. And that day, I've caught I caught all those fish on that rig, that three ray rig, man. What? Uh, speaking of that rig, what weights are you using on that one? Um, that one I had four. I was using four. I was using a four ounce. Oh, four you're ounce. using those coin ones, huh? Yeah. You got mm-hmm. you got a bunch because they were laying flat. Because yeah. they they lay yeah. flat and they don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This they I don't know. Yeah, this this coin, coin yeah. whatever. Yeah. But they lay flat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they the the current or whatever goes right over. Yeah. Them. You know, yeah. there's, there's Are you tying it directly? Yeah, tying yeah. it directly. See what I I I kind of started doing now is uh, getting like a snap swivel. 
to adjust about that to adjust accordingly so that way if you when you get home and you leave your rig tied up Uh you know Having that that sinker on there is a pain. But it, it bro, it is. I had to wrap it around. Yeah. Had to wrap it around my freaking my yeah. handle and. So yeah, I so didn't you think do of a, that. you do a snap swivel, and you can just take it right off, leave that line hanging, or you can clip that line Dude, on your I keeper. I did not think of that. And then, like I said, at that you can adjust accordingly to you know the water conditions, you know the current. See, you see yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you see yeah. what I mean? I'm yep, over here yep. struggling, trying to all <laughs> knocking everything around. Yeah. The waves hitting all my women's stuff yeah. in, her, in her car and stuff, and she's all mad. Well. <laughs> Especially like because I'm using those custom painted rods from Chris, you Beautiful know. Beautiful rods, bro. Yeah, I, I don't want to like rods. ding all those up. Yeah, yeah and, and and I'm using heavy. You guys all know I use eight ounce, mm-hmm. six and eight mm-hmm. ounce, and those things are hitting it around. I'm just thinking of my myself. I'm like, I'm just scratching my rods. Yeah. You know, wait till it yeah. chips. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's really going to think of like, man, I'm not doing this no more, <laughs> right? And yeah, so it's just a it's a easy way to. Uh, just take it off, you know, and, yeah. and put it back on. Appreciate you. Adjust it. Oh, yeah. Adjust. That's, yeah. that's smart. Then. Learn something new. I'm telling yeah. you, man. Like, I learned something new, and that's 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 what I, I'm, I'm appreciative. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you you bounce off information off of each other, and you learn something new. So now I'm not going to get in trouble anymore. <laughs> <laughs> in trouble right. and knocking everything around in the toilet. So. And, and, and that rig right there, you know, it's you got the, the one knot. It's mm-hmm. it's on your hook, you know. It's a Palomar, but mm-hmm. it's not, you know, like as if you use a, a bass rig and you know you run your knot, this mm-hmm. and that, and you got to take it take off it every off. so often. Mm-hmm. You could leave that one on. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a believer in in, in changing your your knots mm-hmm. every trip. Mm-hmm. You can leave that one on. Yeah, you can leave yeah. it on, and and I mean you can catch big fish. Oh yeah, that's a tight knot too. A tight it's, knot. It's too. not gonna not it's not gonna <laughs> it, no pun intended. <laughs> it's it's not gonna you know you're not gonna have issues with it yeah you know no i love that rig man that's... And, and and that's and, and that's another one too like if you get hung up you know say your, your weight gets stuck on the bottom you got a break it's gonna break right there at the weight and yeah. you're gonna get your hook, your hook back, back at least mm-hmm. you know you're not as to where carolina rig it gets caught right yeah. inside yeah. you're yeah. gonna lose the whole thing yeah that's a pain. I know that ordeal there. <laughs> that's a pain, <laughs> right? right? And that's it, a pain. if if and that's the thing. If you're not losing baits, you're not fishing in the right spots. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But it is. That's a big thing too, man. That's I've lost a lot of a lot of hooks, a lot of yeah. weights, a lot of fish. Yeah, oh, man. Especially fishing over there too. This, you know, man. <laughs> this guy, Joe, had to have hooked up on. I I, was, I, I think oh, it was. God. It had to have been. That's a big been a fifty boy. pounder, dude. That's a big boy. That rod. He couldn't man. control, but he couldn't control the fish, man. He could not control the fish. He could not control it, man. That was my fault too, because Those for hooks. for some reason, I wasn't hooking anything with a circle hook. Mm. I was just, and I was getting frustrated. And when you start getting frustrated like that, you know, you start losing your cool. Yeah, yeah. something's not working. And mm-hmm. I went outside of my game on what I usually, you know, and and I I preach to try different things, but I went. Backwards, yeah, and mm. backpedal, which sometimes works. Yeah, in this case, it bit me in the foot. I oh, went back. Man. I went back to the nine knot J hook. You know? Oh, just a regular. Okay. And I hadn't been using J hooks for a while, but I started selling these these awesome J hooks, and they work. They Don't work. get me wrong; they yeah. do work. Mm-hmm. I'm not bashing my own, you know, but <laughs> I get this run, click, 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 and I'm like, there he is. Brandon gets his camera, he starts rolling. <laughs> I said, you know. I said again, two hard sets, you know, and I'm fighting in. Like Brandon said, I couldn't do nothing. With him. He's pulling line, and that rod. I got a picture. I'll show you. Um, 
I got a picture of that rod. It's one of my Muddy River Flathead rods, and it was just straight. I mean, it looked like a curved U, it. You just know? curved it basically. Yep, <laughs> dude, it was the it was in the water. Yeah. the rod was in the <laughs> water, like under the like under the boat. Oh like, dang! And, and you could kind of feel the boat shifted a little. Yeah, and so everybody were just like, "Oh, it's on, dude." I have a video of it, I think. And watch, you'll see. Spits the hook, dude. Oh, whoa! I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah. Dang. Takes him for a ride, dude. He's trying, and you can see the fish is like he's right there. Popped right out. Yeah. Damn. And he couldn't. He could not move the fish. He could not move him. Nope. And you see, Joe is not a small dude. Uh, he was. He got me. He 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 was overpowering me, man. And we were fishing a nice spot too. We were fishing yep. a nice current, like a mm -hmm. nice big bend. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing too, fishing bends and stuff like that like those fish like to hide them because they're they're those bends especially outside bends if you have the current coming those outside bends are pretty are pretty deep mm -hmm. because of how the current's flowing yeah and mm -hmm. they usually sit they usually sit on those outside bends and then on the inside is where it's shallow and that's where a lot of the bait fish and stuff mm -hmm. so they usually sit inside those deep bends and they come up to feed usually at, at night yeah in those yeah. shallow in those shallow areas and where we're fishing man that was like yeah. it was a deep it was a little deep pocket mm -hmm. right there man mm -hmm. And uh, I just wish we would have got that thing on the boat, dude. I, I just wish, and it's that's one of those things where that water, it's it's like chocolate milk. Oh yeah, it's, oh, it's, wow. it's, it's murky. mud, murky. It's just nasty water, but you can't see until they surface. Yeah, you know, once they surface, then you're just. But this dude wouldn't. He was glued, glued to that bottom, and and that's what those big dogs do. Mm -hmm. They just. Yeah, I wonder if it's like also because you know how catfish have those barbs. Mm -hmm. If they use those to an advantage. When they're stuck somewhere, if they have structure of some sort that they can hook into, they just and just stop. I wouldn't doubt. I don't. It's, it's, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't it. doubt it, man. Or, or so, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, you, you never know. You know. I mean, I've never, I've never seen it, but I, I've seen them like that, where like say, some sort of animal is trying to eat it. Yeah. And it goes and yeah. it just sticks in their mouth, well, so it's like they can't swallow them. What's a small channel cat? Even a big one. What's a, what's what do the channel cat do when you get them? When you go get them off the hook? <laughs> I've gotten stuck with them things. Yeah, you, you I got a scar on my knee from that. Yeah, yeah, I remember you were telling me about that story. Yeah, so I mean, it could, could, you could just never know. It could be. You just, you you just know? never know, man. They're those catfish are something else, man. Yeah, They're definitely. And, and we're we're unfortunately like we. I think in our area, it's it's a little different than I think you know fishing in the south and you know mississippi river mm -hmm. you know there there's a lot of structure man there's yeah. rocks there's rock piles there's there's log piles trees, logs, trees. Logs, yeah. here we're pretty much mud mud bottom mm -hmm. right yeah, pretty yeah. much a mud, mud, mud bottom and tulies you know mm -hmm. so i think for us it's 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 a little harder for us to to consistently catch big fish which i know they're out there man mm -hmm. like we know they're out there mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what i mean but definitely i think that's our area is definitely definitely different and i think it's a lot harder so when you do catch big fish you hold that you oh, you yeah. hold that pride man oh you know yeah what i mean like you you carry that that that's something that you should carry with you everywhere you go <laughs> you know what i mean yeah for sure yeah for sure heck yeah man so, um, yeah it's i enjoy it definitely love it man same here definitely love it that's why i'm doing what i do because i want everybody else definitely to, to learn it and enjoy what i enjoy it's, mm -hmm. it's like 
I need to get my wife on a fish. She so far is convinced that there's no fish out here in Yuma. <laughs> After all the pictures she's seen too. Uh, she's like, you bought that from the store. You <laughs> yeah, let me get you out one time. Man. Let me get you out one time. Yeah. Yeah, they my woman's caught some some decent ones too. Like now she don't she I guess she her fun is all out of it, but she's my good yeah. look charm, so I try to take her anytime <laughs> I go. Every time she goes, man, I, I catch something. I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's, you know, but that's you know, good, it's, it's she nah. enjoys it though. She the last few it times too. that it's like me and my wife have gone out fishing, it's nothing. But I don't know if that was because it was when we did start going out it was winter time mm-hmm. so it's like nothing yeah, was really that's, biting yeah that's, and, that's and, and right now with with the spawn as well yeah same boat mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's gonna they're, cool. they're, they're being caught mm-hmm. but we haven't really gone out no. since i think it was like december or something like that no. oh, yeah. with me and her mm-hmm. <laughs> and then right now it's so hot oh, yeah dude. she probably don't want to go yeah you know and i don't blame her mosquitoes you know? oh, oh they're I, bad right now mm-hmm. they're real bad right now thermosills that's what Damn I got. Ourselves. My guy. Yep. <laughs> Fifteen foot range. Yeah. Things Game work, changer. man. They do, man. When when we go on the boat, we usually have three thermocells going. Oh, that's it's kinda kinda overkill. Hey. But no, hey. it it works, man. Hey. Those it works. Work. You, you work. gotta get myself one of those things. Yeah. Don't use bug spray on the hands either when you're trying to fish either. Because oh. I think that I I'm a personal believer, I think, unless you have gloves on, yeah. I, I'm a personal believer when you touch the bait. That oh, even with us, like when you when you smell the residue to it, yeah, and just that that yeah. smell of that of that of that bug spray, like it kind of makes you like it's mm-hmm. like a strong like mm-hmm. I don't even know how to how to say like what the what it smells like or yeah. what it, you know what I mean, but I know for a fact that has it it'll affect the, the how the fish's senses are and mm-hmm. they won't want to go near that thing, you know what yeah. I mean? So I if you do, which I get it, you know, use bug spray if you can, but the thermocells way to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been using thermocells now for. I don't know, two two seasons now. I think this is my second season oh, wow. using thermocell, and I still carry bug spray, but mainly for my little guy, my, mm-hmm. my son Tristan. He's allergic to mosquitoes, mosquitoes. Ooh, yeah. so I have to spray my him down. Too, man. Yeah, <laughs> so they get bit, they have all kind of bumps and all. Big old This dude, this dude we took, we went out fishing one time, and he was with us catching bluegill. It was the night that my uh, my buddy ended up, my buddy Alfredo caught his PB. He caught a forty pounder. Oh, yeah, I remember him posting yeah, that. Mm-hmm. that night, and then. During the day, we went out and we caught some bait, and I took my little guy with me. He loves to fish, you know. Mm. He caught, you know, over half of our bait. Well, he got bit on the ear. Oh man! And ear swelled up. And well, the next morning, his ear was hanging over. It was so what? swollen that it couldn't support it from the weight. weight. Oh man! We had to take him to the doctor, and the doctor's like, "Yep, he's severely allergic to mosquitoes." We're like, "Do we Poor carry an EpiPen?" He's like, "No, it's not going to get that bad. He's just going to welt up mm-hmm. that bad. It's going to so- be." And then he's got bit in the eye. Before. I was just scared to say, man. Ouch. Yeah. So I took him out. We went out. I think it was last season. Maybe no, it wasn't last season. It was season before last. We went up river. I went with David Coon mm-hmm. on his on his boat. Cool took guy Tristan too. out there. Yeah, and cool that, cool. Tristan got to tag. I think six flathead. I remember that. That's an awesome experience, yeah. bro. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. That's he, awesome. Yep. He so he was stoked about that. That's but awesome. He we ended up getting caught in a rainstorm that night. Well, that next morning Tristan woke up and he had probably. 30 40 mosquito bites on his whole body Gosh, i felt so bad he he had to stay home from school that monday because it was just so bad and my wife you know of course she chewed me out this yeah. was before thermocells so mm-hmm. this was all mm-hmm. bug spraying i was like babe i sprayed him numerous times sometimes throughout those the night mosquitoes, man, sometimes they don't even care dude you know? and well, for the for the little guy you know for him i wasn't using the 40 i was only using the 25 uh, yeah. so you know? i can actually tell you something because of working in pest control and in california doing mosquito treatments mm-hmm 
there's been a lot more within the last like four to five years yeah new mosquitoes oh wow that they'll hit you anytime throughout the day mainly arms and calf area so they're so they hit different spots on your body pretty much like but these ones are more aggressive and they're smaller than like normal mosquitoes learn something new again so i read yeah i read that if you're there's a certain blood type and then also yeah, yeah that certain too. blood types too. Yeah, attracts that's what I heard. someone. That's what my son is. My buddy Jesse, allergic to mosquitoes as well. He'll get bit. He got bit in the lip one time. Bloop. He, he, he looked like <laughs> Professor Clump from Nutty <laughs> Professor. From Nutty Professor. Yeah, it was lip. like it was bad. I felt bad, and I'm like, oh man, you know. All right, he's like, dude, it's cool, man. He's like, you know, I knew it was gonna happen, you know. Gosh. And yeah, yeah it's that brutal. blood type that it's it's like steroids. You react it's like to it, yeah. They they just the, the mosquitoes just you could be standing right next to them. You'll get bit a couple times, but if that rare blood type is right there, they're just sucking on them. They're on it. See, and I usually you know? go out. I still go out, man. My wife's like, man, you go out there with hoodies and stuff. I do it, dude. Yeah, or long sleeves. Well, it's like I, I do I long do. sleeves as well, but yeah. I know I've been doing like the Under Armour yeah. long sleeves, mm-hmm. and they're biting they're through, through that. it. I yeah. usually wear like a hoodie, man. I wear like a hoodie sometimes because usually if you're on the water, it, it, you kind of get that cool, especially out there, man. Yeah. Like it's a little cooler than yeah. it is. You oh, get the breeze off the water, get, yeah, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I. I've I've been able to endure, you know, wearing long sleeves and whatever, you yeah. know what I mean, or like a hoodie to keep <laughs> yeah. myself from getting bit mm-hmm. up. But sometimes you, those stomach cells are, are where it's at, man. Yeah. They, they they definitely work. And they don't, and they're not like scented or nothing. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you can see them burning. Mm-hmm. You know, with the light, you'll you'll see the smoke coming mm-hmm. up, but you don't smell them. Sometimes mm-hmm. if I get too close, they'll kind of make me cough, cough a little bit. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah. Definitely, man. Thermo cells, and you can find them any. Walmart, yeah. I think I have one. Yeah, Walmart. I got, That's where I got mine from. Yeah, I got two of mine from Walmart and mm-hmm. Tractor Supply. Keep your eye on Tractor Supply. They sell them a lot and they go on sale. I need to get. You know. I need to get another one. I definitely need to get. Another I have one. four of them. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. Dude, it's a good investment, man. Yeah. Especially when you're out on the water, like mm-hmm. on a boat. Yeah, yeah. Man, I need to get back out there. Speaking of that, <laughs> dude, I know. Well, me what too. do you guys think about those bait lights that people use? I'm kind of. I know Jeremy uses one. He uses one because they do take awesome pictures mm-hmm. when you're fighting, fighting fish, fish. You know, and it comes mm-hmm. up in that light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as far as bait, I and I haven't used them enough. I've never used them, so I don't really I've know. But them. I mean, I don't know. I I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. you know. But <laughs> I, personally, I just don't know how well they work. I love. You know? I, I just love darkness, man. Yeah, I like I like darkness. Yeah. I like you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. That's I feel more confident when it's dark, just because again my experience with having my pet flathead in the tank and yeah. you know that experience really changed my whole perspective mm-hmm. on a lot of things. You know, a lot of people, again, I can't tell people like this is what it is. You know what I mean? Because people have their own perception of you know what they what they see and you know what they read up on. But me personally, I know for a fact that those lights they do affect. You know what I mean? They yeah, do affect unless you're fishing. You know, somewhere where take the moon for example. Um, Joe, you can be you can be my witness to this. You go out to the Alamo fishing during the day. You can catch you know thirty, forty pounders, twenty pounders on a daily basis out here. It's rare that you'll catch mm-hmm. a big flathead like that during mm-hmm. the day because mm-hmm. of the clarity okay. of the water. You know what I mean? On a full moon out there at the Alamo, same thing. You know what I mean? You could go out there on a full moon because the the, the clarity of the water is so dark. Yeah. The sun, the moon can't penetrate it. Here, these fish don't like. You know, they don't really like the light. People say, oh, the moon, this, the moon. No, I, I'm, I'm definitely not. Yeah, you can catch one if you put the bait 
right there of the fishes within that that area and they're hungry they're going to eat regardless yeah mm-hmm. but they're not going to be on the move yeah. as they use you and they use that to their their predators they use that darkness to their advantage i'm gonna give you lurking in the shadows exactly <laughs> i was fishing the all-american one time i took my boys out there and i was walking down down to the to the water and i seen a whole bunch of bluegill and and bass up against the bank what does that mm-hmm. tell you? Mm-hmm. Something there's mm-hmm. they're lurking, they're mm-hmm. they're looking. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? During the day, these bluegill and all they're all out there swimming, having a you know chasing each other like finding Nemo <laughs> yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm a big believer in that. You know uh-huh. what I mean? But at the same time, like you can't you can't force your opinion upon anybody. I use that. I've caught big fish. Mm-hmm. You know, doing what I know. You know what I mean? And yeah. That's just that's just how I see it. You know what Damn. I mean? Yeah. There was a. Uh, I- I don't think it was a full moon during the tournament Saturday night, but there was a lot of big fish caught. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's crazy. I personally, I hate a full moon. I, I I'll look and if it's you know <laughs> if I'm gonna go on a full moon, it's just to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Knowing, catch it before or after it goes. Yeah. You know, but it's crazy that night during the tournament, and it's weird because the last two weekends, pre you know last weekend of the weekend, there was been a lot of flathead caught during Definitely. the moon mm-hmm. that's trip and that made me think like i'm like dude like i'm <laughs> yeah. over here like losing my mind yeah and i'm like what but it does happen but yeah. it doesn't happen it's all it's not time. no it's not i mean i can see one, one thing that i noticed it's like where i caught that one was that i had the shadow of the mountain right there see mm-hmm. yeah yep that's so. yeah that's and again you everybody's it, experience it was is different. dark there it was dark <laughs> you know what i mean and yeah. me I freaking forgot my headlamp, so I was you were in already. the dark. <laughs> but you ended up catching one because yeah. you were in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? All I had was my phone, phone and it was light, just like, uh, okay, let's, let's see what I can see. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, yeah. that's you know what I mean? That's sometimes what you go through, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? As a fisherman, you know, we, mm-hmm. you know, you have those nights where there's been times where I've left my headlamp too, and I'm like, dude, and I'm way out somewhere. I'm like, there's no way in heck I'm driving home, man. I'm out there in the dark like, trying to see, you know, but that's the whole part of, you know, that's the thrill of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the thrill of it, and, you know, this is one oh, of the Oh, shoot, I, I was freaking out. There was little noises here and there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was man. like, oh, crap. I got chased by, uh, what did I get chased by? Um, I took the boys out um, last year, and I got chased by, uh, I don't think it was a raccoon. I think it was a raccoon, man. It started coming at me, dude. My kids, my kids were like, they're like, they're looking at me like, cause you know I'm not really afraid of anything, you know what I mean? You know, and they were looking at me like, I was like, look, there's a raccoon. He was running. You can hear him. <laughs> you can hear him running, man. And I was like, yeah, no. Nah. And I didn't that night. I didn't have my headlamp, so yeah. I couldn't. You know what? I didn't mm. see him until I turned the headlights on on my Jeep and I saw him right with his eyes. And I was like, oh yeah, no, nah, man. He's coming after me, dog. Yeah. Nah. And, and those things are notorious for rabies they too. They are, dude. Yep. You gotta. You see those? Oh yeah, man. Stay away from my Roger in the one. I'm like, man, what happens if I get hit right now? And, and raccoons, yeah, and raccoons, they're they're family. They run in families. Mm-hmm. They they run got, in, dude, there was a pack of them. Yeah, they and they always they, <laughs> seems like they always have babies with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's when they get they, they get, get territorial, more, yeah. they get more aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know? like, hey, that's the first thing that went yeah. through my mind. Where the babies? Right? Yeah, I've had experiences with raccoons before when yeah. we, we would go camping um, Northern California, Lake Isabella. Oh man, Kern River. Kern River. Yeah, we'd go up there, camp on the river, and there was one night where we heard all this commotion, and just like, the hell's going on out there? (laughs) Everyone gets their lights out. This is a raccoon shoulder deep in our one of our food (laughs) bins. They do that too. (laughs) Sitting there, he's like, all he had was just like one loaf of bread, and there was nothing else. And this is a big, probably 
I don't know, smart animals, 15 liter yeah. Yeah. tub, and he's sitting there like that, shoulder deep, trying to <laughs> grab it, and he can't grab it. Dude, those, they're smart animals, bro. They're, they're smart animals, man. They definitely are. People have these things as pets. I'm like, what? Yeah. See, with no raccoon. Right. <laughs> a little toddler running around, basically. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Get little thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> raccoon. Yeah. Yeah, there's, we've seen a lot of them uh, on the All American um, when we used to fish up in Imperial Dam, when they used mm-hmm. to let. Let you fish in there? You can't you know? fish up there no more, huh? You, yes and no. You know, it's kind of who you know. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I figured. One of those type of things, you know, and, and you know, for, like, my tournaments, no, they're out. I, I, don't, I don't allow them yeah. in my tournaments, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, because my thing is, is if if everybody can't fish it, nobody, nobody can fish it. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, agree. I've had to, I've had to DQ a video, a fish, because, because he was in there and, He's like, dude, I'm sorry. He he, he knew he, he didn't like he realized, you know, when and then I resent him the flyer. He's like, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mm-hmm. read it right. I apologize. Yeah, this fish is, you it's know, no we'll, we'll move down. So they moved down and he sent me a location. I said, OK, that you're good. You know, I said, that's, <laughs> that's now you're in legal boundaries, you know. Mm-hmm. But back in the days when they used to let it this and this was pre 9-11 before 9-11 because 9-11 is when they closed. Oh, all that's down. when they closed all that down. Yeah. So, man, the raccoon families were crazy. And it was like, you just, everywhere you see, you're like, all right, dude, I'm, I'm in their hood. I'm in their hood now. You know, I, I better, better watch that. Ball, yeah, dude. I better respect, you know. And yeah. if they come creeping in, let them have what they want. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, here, here, you can have the bacon, right? uh, crackers, yeah. whatever you want. You, you want mustard and mayonnaise on that sandwich? I got you, bro. You know? <laughs> One of those. There's like, a pepper there was a guy recently too. that where me and my buddy, we had went fishing. And there was a guy across from us on a boat. We were just there on the shore. He was on a boat fishing. He was pulling up flatheads here and there. And then there was another guy, a friend of his, that pulled up. And he parked himself over there on the reeds on the same side that we were. And what time was it? It was probably 9, 10-ish. All you hear is... <laughs> oh, man, he took him out. Oh, Raccoon was trying to get up on onto his boat. Oh yeah, no. Nah. You gotta do what uh-uh. you gotta do. You gotta do <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's either you, it's either you, Mr. Raccoon, or me, and it's definitely gonna be you, Mr. Raccoon. If I'm right, I ain't trying to get rabies. I'm yeah, 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 exactly. I'm good on like, that, man. Raccoon was trying to get in my boat. Yeah. yeah. Nope. <laughs> Don't play that, man. Don't play that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's why you carry, you know. Yeah. yeah. One of the I do reasons everywhere why you carry. I go. Yeah, I do everywhere I go, man. Not yeah. just not just because of that, but just the safety, and you know, because oh, a lot yeah. of places that we fish, it's you know. Well, that being a border town here, mm-hmm. you just, you never know. We've oh, had yeah. Border Patrol pull up on us and down at the at the bend, you know, mm-hmm. Kokopah Bend. And yep. You guys, you guys strapped? No, not tonight, you know, because mm-hmm. that night we were going, we were, from there we were going to go to the California side. Mm-hmm. So, not tonight. I said, we're, we're going to hit California, so, you know, with the laws, yeah. we left him at home. He's like, good Get choice, it. but be careful. There's a, you know, a group that just came across and. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't the good group. These are the violent ones. So yeah. be careful, you know. And we'll, we'll we'll monitor you guys. We'll stay close, you know. This and that. See, and they're cool. Like, hey, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, and yeah. They're usually pretty cool, man. They kept rolling by, and we never seen any, you know, in, in any of those dudes. But mm-hmm. it was just like, wow, you know. And so I told told my wife when I got home, she's like, "Why didn't you carry?" You know, and I'm like, "Well, because we were gonna go to California, and you know, this nah, and that. You just gotta be careful. Yeah, you just gotta be careful. Yeah. You know what I so mean? that's why I ended up getting me a revolver. Yeah kind of Smart. game changer game changer yeah yeah you know, i'm gonna worry about magazine yeah. under a certain amount mm-hmm. you know i get stopped you know like hey yeah know. those six rounds yeah there's a five round five rounds five rounds yeah. yeah so you know nice. but so now yeah. we're always we're always ready you have to be man <laughs> yeah you have to be man yep. you gotta protect yourself man while yep. you enjoy what you do oh yeah definitely 
So, heck yeah, man. Drink real quick. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, it's like I had a buddy of mine that he he used to come out here towards somewhere right here past what is it Gordon Wells area, mm-hmm. but he was more like right along the border. I guess mm. I don't know if there's an area right there that he can shoot or something like that, or unless he was in probably was somewhere in the sand, sand dunes. dunes probably. Yeah, it's open yeah. open dunes out there. But he was out yeah. there one time and they're shooting targets, and next thing you know people crossing by while he's shooting it's just like yeah and the next thing you know you see border patrol right after <laughs> yep. it's crazy man it's crazy because back in the days before they put the border wall up there mm-hmm. it was just a road i don't know yeah, if you've right. been back there or not it, it's just a road you know it's south of the freeway and this when i used to drive the tow truck and there used to be there was a car guy our guys rolled their truck they rolled their four bloop, bloop. and when i got out there i was like dang they're like what's going on man i said you're you're across the border, bro. Man. I said, you're oh, in Mexico. And Ooh, I called my boss and I told him the location. He's like, can you get it? Can you pull it across real quick? You know, I said, yeah, but who knows who's, who's here, here watching us? Yeah. You know? He's like, that's up to you. He's like, that's a judgment yeah, call. He's like, you know, yeah, and he says, risk. but he says, tell the guys money talks. So tell the guys money so talks, they, man. The guy was like, I don't care how much you charge. I got to get this truck out of here. So I winched it. Got it over, and right as I'm bringing it, bloop, four quads roll up. Oh, These man. from the south. All right, these guys are decked out in full vests. You know, vests already sound like ARs. You know, Ooh. glasses. I mean, they were. You, you could tell what they were. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I stopped and I made sure I was across the border because if anything happens, you know, I mean, at least you I don't know, know on our side. I'm our side, yeah. and then it's mm-hmm. a whole different ballgame. If I'm over there. Oh, yeah. Is the government going to help account. me out if it comes to that point? Probably mm-hmm. not, you know? And at that point, it's like, so I'm like, they're like, start speaking Spanish. And I'm like, you know, just get in the truck. I pointed to the, to, the, to the company, and I'm like, you know, these guys wrecked. And they looked at me. They asked Man. the guys, how much money do you got? <laughs> I told the guy, I said, I'm done. I unhooked it. Yeah, I freaking see. pulled my chain in, and I said, I'm done. Yeah. And the guys, they understood. They jumped in my truck. We split. They left God it there. Yeah, they left dude. it because those guys were not leaving. They were like, it was a good ten minute standoff, you know. And I'm just like, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have yeah, nothing see, on me. But yeah. I mean, what is one guy or whatever compared with all? Yeah, there was, there was like, I think four of them. Yeah, no. and they were all decked out, like yeah. I said, you know. Nope. I mean, like, yep, nope. <laughs> with the truck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, take that truck. Yeah, you want my tow truck? Take my tow truck. just let life isn't worth your life isn't worth it, man. Your life definitely isn't worth it, man. It was one of those things, and and they didn't say you could go, and they didn't say you could stay. They just watched us. They Mm -hmm. stared at us. That's even worse. Mm -hmm. So I told the guys, I said, get in my truck and let's go. Yeah, that's scary. They just looked at me, and I said, don't talk. Just so we backpedaled, jumped in the truck, and we cruised. I said, just keep your eye on them. We dipped and they just watched us. Oh, it was yeah. the scariest no. yeah, thing see, I ever seen. Yeah, I don't even know what I would. Yeah, I would. Oh, so, man, I probably, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Avoid that situation <laughs> at all costs, man. Yeah. I yeah. need to get home to my family. So, <laughs> yeah, with now it's just you got to carry, man. You have to. Yeah. You got to be careful. You yeah. know? It's yeah. a safety thing, man. Yeah. And, and fishing out there, you know, in the dark. Oh, yeah. You just you never, never know, know, man. Yeah. yeah. You never, you never know, know, man. I, I, I carry it a lot during the summertime, too. It's, you know, snakes and all. Oh, yeah. You never know. I got there. this one spot where I go to. I can. It, it's funny because I, was t- I took a buddy out my, with me one time, and we're talking. We pulled up, and I say, hey, watch for snakes. He's like, 
what? And I'm like, <laughs> he about to boo boo himself. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean, what? We're in their territory. Yeah. We're in the desert. Yeah. We are fishing their hunting grounds. So just respect it. He's like, you think there's any around? I said, yeah, they like to hang out on the other side. So you know what the spills on the All American? Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, it, when it drops like on the, on the, on the north side? Mm-hmm. So there was one way east that we went to. And on the west side of the cement, there was always snakes there. Oh man! And that I was could, like their hangout spot. Yeah, right? I could I could kill one because I'm not gonna lie. I'm that guy. When I go out and I see a rattlesnake, especially in a fishing spot or a hunting spot, you take him out. He's not gonna be there no more. Yeah, take him out. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm taking him out. him out, and and I'm not just throwing him away. I'm taking a hide. I'll gut him, cut the rattler off. Mm-hmm. You know, I like tanning snakes. You know, nice. And so you eat I, him too. I, I won't eat him. My buddy oh. ate him. He he's <laughs> he ate a gopher snake one. <laughs> Did he really? We we got, we pulled up, and somebody had just run it over to one of our fishing oh, spots. And he was still moving around, but he was done. Yeah. So my buddy cut the head off. And I'm like, what are you going to do with that? He's like, I'm going to take him home and eat him. I'm like, that's a gopher snake. I'm like, that's okay. I was Whatever. Like, Maybe. Yeah. yeah, he got it home, and yeah, he cooked it. He threw it on the grill, and it was so tough. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't do nothing. It was, yeah. yeah. I've had rattlesnake before, and it was very fishy to me. Is it? Yeah. Really? I, I've had people tell me that it's That's it's crazy. it's chicken texture, mm-hmm. you know. I guess it's maybe how you cook it. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe if you soaked it, and you'll probably get some people comment on that, and you soaked it in some um, buttermilk, you know. Yeah, I've seen people, yeah. It'll it'll because buttermilk is it's a setting. Yeah. It'll, it'll tenderize it out. I don't know. No. But yeah, so I told my buddy, you know, back to the story. I told my buddy, I said, watch. I said, look over that ridge right there. I said, get your light. And I said, there's probably one bund up right there. You know, sure. <laughs> and he looked. He's like, ah! He comes on. He's like, you weren't lying. He's like, you set me up, bro. And I'm like, I just told you to look. <laughs> sure enough, man. Little three and a half, four footer, curled up. You know, just you know, ready. That's crazy. So, you know, dude. I went over there. I didn't have a strap with me that night. I had my machete. Went over there, chop him, cut his head off. You know, <laughs> took him home, threw him in the bag, and told him. I said, dude, you you, you got to be careful. They're here, bro. Oh, just, man. So you know, that's that's why I mainly carry. Yeah. You know. Gosh, dude. Yeah. I know. I need to be more cautious of that too, because I'd be out there just fishing. I'd be in my own little world, dude. Like I'll look when I yeah. get out. I'll look when I get out, and then I'd get right in the zone. Well, like, all right, here we go. So, you know what, I mean? what do we do when we're fishing the All American? You know, and we're sitting up top. Yep. We got our rods on the, the bottom, bottom, and we get a hit. What do we do? We run straight run down, down. <laughs> bro. Not paying attention, dude. You're you know how you're many... focused on that pole the whole time, <laughs> dude. You get that hit, and you fly down there. And then you grab that rod, and then you Jeez, start thinking in your head. Thinking. Now I'm like, dude. <laughs> start you to, you oh, start man. thinking in your head, like, I could have just stepped on one. I, mm-hmm. I, we could yeah, be on scary, our way to the hospital dude. right now. Ah, oh, that's scary. You know? I got to yeah. remind myself of that, man. It's, I, I still do it to this day, bro. I, I, I remind myself every time. I, t- I tell everybody. After the fact, you went I, and grabbed your pole. Yeah, <laughs> I've probably even reminded you when you've gone fishing. Watch yeah. out for snakes. Yeah. No, every, you, do, you do. Yeah. Everybody I take. Yeah. Watch out for snakes. You know, when I take my little guy with me, Tristan, mm-hmm. even my wife, you know, when, when she has to use the restroom or whatever, I tell her, keep your eyes on the ground. Yep. We all carry headlamps. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes on the ground. Because my wife almost stepped on one one time. God, dude. You know, and, and she broke off. I told her to follow me because she didn't have a light at the time. Stupid me. I should have gave her a light. Mm-hmm. I was the only one with the headlamp. So I told her, follow me. Just stay in my tracks, you know. Well, she ventured off. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear her oh. screaming. And I knew. I was like, she got bit by a rattlesnake. Dude, that's the worst thing, dude. He was curled up, and she almost stepped on him. She said she got inches. Oh, she was taking scary, a step. Dude. 
And that thing would he would have got her, and, and we were so far out. We were across from Laguna Dam, on that side. We had to come all the way around from Senator side. Gosh, dude! I would have had to have her air vacked out. Yeah, if she no would have bit, because yeah. we wouldn't have made it out in time. Mm-mm. By the time we would have got out there, and I had my big F two fifty. By the time we would have got out there, I mean, who knows what would have happened? That's scary. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So after that, I told her, "You're not. You go fishing with me." So I always, I, I'm obsessed with headlamps and lights. Mm-hmm. Me too. So I get. Six of them, seven of them charged. I had like five of them with me, dude. <laughs> extra batteries, the charging hey, ones, too. I always tell my buddy, carry carry an extra headlamp because yeah. there's been times when he goes with me and dead and he's dead or he forgets, forgets it at home. <laughs> yeah. So I always keep yeah. an, I always keep an extra one in my tackle bag. Like my whisker seeker headlamp, mm-hmm. that one stays in my tackle bag and it's always fully charged. Gotta be smart about it, man. You got it. Well see, it's like how that time with me with that little fish. Yeah. How I forgot everything. Mm-hmm. That was a spur of the moment, like fishing thing. Because I got home, my wife, or some of her friends were like, "Oh, we're gonna go to Shit's Creek, whatever yeah, it is, mm-hmm. to go just hang out, hang out right there." Yeah. And then they canceled, so I was like, I was sitting here just kind of just like, "Well, they canceled all well." She was like, "Go fishing." I was like, "Yes, I got to go fishing." Do it. I was like, "I don't need to go fishing." Then she's like, "Go," because you're already prepared. I was yeah. like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, that's yeah. That's and was, like I packed everything, yeah. and the one thing I forgot was my lamp. It's always like that, man. Even yeah. if I try to like pack like ahead of time, I'm always oh, forgetting yeah. something. I'll get out there, I'm like, oh my god. There've been times, dude, where I'm headed out and I'm like halfway to where I'm going, and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, my bait. I always tell my bait. I always tell people the bait, dude. Yeah. I always tell people, and I know, and I catch crap for this. It, it's uh, come on, you don't have to do that. Do a checklist. I I do it. I go through Dude, rods, helps. check, tackle, check, ice chest, chairs, check. full of water, check, chairs. Oh, dude. You don't take a chair fishing, dude. You're night screwed. You're oh, sitting like this on yeah, my dude. You're stretching. Oh, comfortable. Your then you're like, to- oh, <laughs> I, I want to go home. You know, then you, you can't be honestly, I, don't, I, don't, I don't take a chair. No? no? I, I sit on my ice chest. My dad used to do the same thing. Yeah, I sit on my ice chest the whole time. Yeah, I can't, I do, can't it. do it, man. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe, I, I'm, maybe it's my age, you know? I can't do it either, man. I get uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I get, get I got to <laughs> sit in the chair, bro. Yeah. I got to sit in the chair. Yep. I have to, that's, that's it. When you go on Jeremy's boat, he, it's so it's such a big boat. He has a pontoon, right? Yeah, he carries, mm-hmm. uh, he has a zero gravity chair on there. So that's you, dope. So, this, so there was a couple times when he went on it. And Jeremy sitting in his little captain chair, and I always get the far side. Well, I ended up getting the zero gravity chair that night, dude. It's so comfortable. <laughs> so he was like, "Next trip, I'm getting that zero gravity." <laughs> so the last time that he went out before he got hurt, it was me, him, and Alfredo. I was like, "Jeremy, zero gravity. That's yours." He's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm mine tonight, dude." He stayed on it all night. He crashed he for a couple up. hours. Yeah, he, he crashed for a couple hours, you know. And and he's got a couch type bed. That's you know? cool. I. I Crash on the cat, dude. His boat. Speaking of his boat, that's the boat to go. I want to get on that thing. Man. Yeah, I want no, to... yeah. He he told me about that too, and I was like, and and it's like, <laughs> and Jeremy's such a cool dude. It's like open invitation, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and he'll post on the page, and he'll post, you know, this and that if people are looking, and and then he'll message me, hey, do you know so and so? And he'll be like, I need to know, and I'll be like, man, not the kind of guy you want to get on your boat, you know. And I I would I never send anybody that. I didn't personally trust, yeah, or definitely. if I personally didn't know, I would tell him, "Look, I don't know. You got to take your chance either way, but just very be selective, careful." Man. You have to yeah. be very just selective. Never know, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, you and, definitely have to be selective, man, especially out there. His boat is is fun, and the cool thing about going with Jeremy is uh, he loves going up river. 
So, so you love going up river? Mm-hmm. That's the guy to river. And, and you probably know some good spots yeah. up river too. I'm oh, yeah. still learning yeah. up there. There's some. Know? There's some definitely some some good little holes and pockets up there. Yeah. That that probably you never know. Ryan probably hit one of those spots that he said know, something about potholes. Yeah. So it's probably one of those. <laughs> Yeah. And and if you and if kind of back on the subject of fishing too, like if you notice, like a lot of these guys that fish, um, you know, back east, you know, mm-hmm. on these on these big rivers, they'll be sitting out sometimes like in the middle of like a channel. Oh yeah, and yeah. they fishing, they're fishing those, and and that's what I've done too, like fishing in, in Summerton or like these different places. You know, I've I've fished these spots where there's holes, because mm-hmm. that's where the, the flat will sit like that and wait for something just to, and they'll take mm-hmm. they'll hit it. So, on that. I had a guy, I have a friend that I used to work with, and he's caught some big, big fish in certain spots. And I fished that areas and maybe pulled a 30 out. You know, I think mm-hmm. I pulled 140 out. This guy, I'm talking about, they pulled like two sixties out. One Full dude pulled wolf. a 65. That's crazy. No lie. I saw it, saw the scale, saw it. I'm crazy. like, Jesus Christ. That's crazy. So I'm like, I said, what's your secret, bro? I said, just, you don't have to tell me. Mm-hmm. I've been in the game. I mean, I said, I can maybe figure, figure it, out, it out. But what's your secret? He said, no lie, Joe. He says, this is what we do. He said, we go out. I'll tie two or three eight-ounce sinkers on a line, and I'll cast it out. And I'll walk on top, and I'll drag it. And this was before all the, the toolies were to where you couldn't. You, you can't do that now. Yeah. Okay, before, before they were grown in when mm-hmm. they used to spray and keep them under control. Mm-hmm. And he would walk, and he would keep tension on the line. and he Because three eight-ounce, I mean, that's 24 ounces of weight. Oh, it's yeah. going to stick. It's not oh, going to yeah. move. It's You're going to have to drag it. Mm-hmm. And he would drag it, and he would feel for them. And he'd feel bloop. Bam, hit the bottom. There's holes in that area on the All-American. There's holes, you know, where he would fill them drop. And he'd go and hit market, you know, on the top. But that's that's a perfect example. Like when you when you say like you fish the certain spots that you fish, yeah. um, where the current kind of goes around, it, mm-hmm. it builds a score hole. Yeah. And they sit there and they yeah. wait. Yeah. That's a perfect that's that and that's yeah. That's one thing that you can that's just a way that you can start learning you know so it's like how you guys are talking about stuff like that so each year me and my my family or my wife's family would do um that yuma river float Mm -hmm. right here Mm -hmm. um, where like the float down it'll float down Mm -hmm. where they drop you in right there where the gila meets Mm -hmm. colorado and just float down yeah so i bring a snorkel and stuff and everything when when we go yeah mm-hmm. i'm always looking at the bottom and stuff seeing what's down there mm-hmm. yeah you can see all that structure and everything underneath mm-hmm. it stuff it digs in at mm-hmm. least a good four or five feet under yeah so if you have any if you have any trees in the river and logs log jams or anything there's, any roots i found barrels yeah. that are oh, yeah. just in the river good stuff yeah. man so you <laughs> have stuff. that stuff you have that structure that's not going nowhere it's there that water just runs and it's just creating it just that digs. Mm-hmm. It, it just, just digs. digs. Yeah, it's, it's it's carrying that water. It's it's natural. It's carrying that water out of there, and that's natural habitats for oh, those big man. fish. You know, for the, that's that's a good hiding spot for bait fish. Mm-hmm. And then the the predators, yeah. you know, come in and just. Oh, it's like take I, over. I fish when we float. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. sitting there oh, yeah. pulling a bluegill yeah. here and there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the last float down I did. Man, I took a I took a bass rod, and it's funny because we had a big raft. And in the middle of the raft, they had where they were putting the coolers at, you know, and mm-hmm. it was like a little, 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 I don't know, little square thing. And 
So I start throwing water in there and I'm catching bass. Throwing bass. Throwing bass. In there, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's dude. like, hey, daddy, what, what the hell? I'm like, hey, that's what, what is, I'm what doing. doing? I'm having fun. Yeah, <laughs> man, we all have a good time. Let me do what I'm doing. Yeah. So y'all just drink your beer. Just, drink, drink, yeah, your beer. Exactly. drink your liquor. Do what y'all yeah. do, man. Just let me do what I'm doing. I'm fishing. I ain't bothering nobody. Exactly. Let me do what I'm doing, bro. Mind your business. That's you know all. I mean? Mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that those flow downs. Man, I don't even know. Speaking of flow down, I don't know if I would trust that river right now. Dude. The lower. Oh, it's, you know, it's gone down. Yeah. yeah, yeah I've so. seen that. I was there. I went there yesterday to, uh, it's funny because one of my bait spots, speaking of bait spots, woo, tilapia. <laughs> God, dude. Yeah. I, I stopped there on some too, dude. Dude, I'm, no lie, bro. I'm, I'm in three throws because I've been throwing a throw net now this, mm-hmm. this year and last year. In three throws, I had a five-gallon bucket. Three quarters full. Whoa. I was picking my bait out of which like, ones I, I don't wanted. I want this one. I don't want that one. Exactly. That's no, dope. but not, you know, I'm talking about dumping them out, you know, or handfuls. What? They're <laughs> so thick in there right now. That's dope, bro. You so they're spot. so thick. Me and my boy, after we caught our bait, we're throwing Craig baits. I was like, there's got to be bass. In oh, there. yeah. It's chowing down on those guys. Uh-huh. We're snagging the carp on accident. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, the, the tilapia, because they were so thick. Yeah. That's so. freaking awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Don't tell nobody that's <laughs> Oh, no, 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 bro. That's, I mean, that's, that's a rule of thumb. You never tell. Yeah. Unless you got some, like, I can trust Joe. Hey, man, like, you need some bait. I got a spot where you need to go if yours is dead. Out of multiple people, he's one that I, I, I would yeah. trust, you know what I mean, to yeah. be able to go. And, you know, if we were in a situation where I couldn't go or, or he couldn't find something or whatever, but I've made the mistake a couple times of, you know, letting people know about the bait spots, thinking I can trust them, and they were cleaning it out. Cleaned out. Mm-hmm. You and know it, what it's, I mean? it's crazy because people will go in and they'll catch way more bait than they need. Yeah. And they'll go out, they'll use their five or six tilapia, eight tilapia, and the worst part. get rid of the rest or let them die. Yep. Leave them on the bank. Man. I went to yeah. the Alamo, man, when I went there, or the New River, and dude, there was bluegill. Jesus Dead one, Christ. right there on, right there at, at the spot, just right there in the dirt, and I'm like, man, you know what I mean? And it's a, hard, it was kind of like a hard, hard spot. I, I've actually fell in the water trying Ooh. to get the fit, yeah, dude. And my one was all scared, dude. She was because it was, it was a spot where it kind of funneled, mm-hmm. like it kind of funneled. But yeah, um, but yeah, people just don't care, dude. Nope. Like, and and that takes away from. You gotta respect people. the resource, you there, do, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're. You're taken away from the people who actually love the sport. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The people, you know, not just that, the habitat of these fish, man. Like, you're killing these fish that mm-hmm. are that make the world go around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you're killing all these bait fish, take what you need. I usually take on a night, depending, if I, depending on how long I plan on staying, I'll take maybe 10 or 11, mm-hmm. 12. That's, that's you know us. what I mean? That's us. Yep. And then if I don't use them all, I'll freeze them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'll freeze Cut them. Bait. Cut, yeah. bait. Cut, Cut bait. Cut bait. You know what I mean? But there's people that just leave them there. Like, dude, come on. Like, mm-hmm. well, it's be like, respectful for nature. Yeah, I've had someone's like where it's just like I, I had like two fish left over, and it's just like okay, go back in the water. And you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But when you're just taking them and just it, that, that's a real big pet peeve of my man. And we we went out, we found a good carp spot um, up there mm-hmm. where we found it at, and we went out one day. We caught five big carp, and this was in March when when actually it was February. It was still cold. Because in February and in the in the later in the early months and when it's cold, mm-hmm. the carp will congregate together. Oh, yeah. They'll they'll run in thick thick I mean thick, thick schools, schools to mm-hmm. where that's just what they do. You know they search for warm water and mm-hmm. then they all keep each other warm. You know, and that's when you can catch them the easiest. 
you know, find the find the big mm-hmm. schools, and that's when you catch. So we went in there, we caught five big carp, and, and uh, I remember I posted on the page, and somebody made a comment like, "Hey, well, isn't that a waste? What do you plan on doing with all the? Trust me, every part of this carp is going <laughs> to get used. used, you know." And I threw them in the freezer, yep. and that was my that was my and that was all the carp that I needed for to get through the you know mm-hmm. when the when the prime season. catfishing yep. started in April all the way till you know October. Mm-hmm. We 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 ran through those carp. You know, yep. and it, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a waste. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't. Oh, you're catching too much. No, we 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 used every part of it. But yep. like Brandon said, you know, when I go out and I catch live bait, bluegill or whatever, you know, 10, 11, 12 mm-hmm. maybe at the mm-hmm. most. And you try to be selective with the, the ones that you you know that you want to keep. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's why you try to catch as many as you can within a certain window, yeah. so you can kind of pick yeah. and choose which ones you want. You so know? my rule of thumb is, everything you catch goes in the bucket. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Exactly. Then when you get to a point where you're like, all right, we need to start, you know, dump a little water out, mm-hmm. start throwing the little ones back or the ones, whatever you feel like you need, yeah. we'll start throwing them back. You know, we've caught 30, 40 bluegill in one area. Ended up taking <laughs> yeah. maybe 10, yeah. 12, you know, the rest went back. Sort out know? the sizes too. Yeah. 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 You know, and that way, you know, it's, we don't take too much and none goes to waste and it's another one's there get for to the, grow, you know, yeah. for yeah. another day. And they're there yeah. for, for the for the next guy. Yep. Like remember when Pack was full of full of bluegill? Shh, bro, it's, there's man. They were people were going in there and they were catching bucketfuls and taking them. Yeah. I know somebody like personally that was doing that. And it was like I questioned him like, "Why, bro? Like what are you doing?" You know, I said, "Are you using all 35 of those bluegill?" <laughs> well, I'm like, "Okay, then what yeah, are you doing with see, the rest? Yeah. Are you throwing them back? You could have left, you know, 25 of those bluegill." For the next person, he was over. And they don't replenish. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't yeah. replenish in those in those ponds like mm-hmm. they do, you know, on the river. Or well, a lot these, of them there are planted they're too. Planted exactly. Yeah. You know, and that takes away. And those ponds are built for the, the people. Um, you know, and that's cool. You know, you go and get your bait, do whatever. But a mm-hmm. lot of those ponds are built for these kids to be able to take these kids mm-hmm. out and give them a chance to experience. Exactly. Fishing. Yeah. And when you take like I've been working where I work. I work there. Where I was at the pack. Um, there's no. I see people fishing every day, and nobody pulls anything out of there. Yeah, it's, it's. You What's know what? I even told him one time. Like it's, it's 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 a shame, you know. And I see all these little kids there, and you know my kids are spoiled because obviously you know they've yeah. been supposed to you know being able to <laughs> yeah. you know they don't worry about that you know yeah. what I mean they rather go oh yeah let's go get bait here well, I'm gonna go catch some big fish you know what yeah. I mean but for these people who are just learning and you know wanting to get that experience even even the adults you know what I mean mm-hmm. you know with Joe's page and stuff like that which I'm. I'm proud of you man because <laughs> i was there right when he started it you know what i mean but that that allows people to 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 see what's out there you know mm-hmm. give people the ability to you know learn how to fish and go out here and do these things and you know with these ponds where the people are sucking these fish out of these ponds yeah you know it's not like they stock them all the time nope no yeah you know humanity is growing yeah. you know and trying to keep up with these fish farms and trying to do it like it's, it's a domino effect and i don't think people really understand you know how all that works yeah you know what i mean and it's sad to see that these people go there and don't catch anything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, you, you see it too, even heavier with whenever the snowbirds come oh, up too. Dude. Oh God, that's that's, that's like a whole thing. different, you know, like with Fortuna Pond. That's you know? where I'd gone a few times, and it's just like that pond it cleans, used to be amazing. It's cleaned out. Wow. That pond used to be amazing. I used to catch some big bass out of there, dude. Hey, big speaking of that, bass. is it opened up again now? Yeah, I don't know. Is, is it? it? It's yeah. opened back up. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, BLM yeah. just posted or something like that. Really? No, they reopened. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's that's a good that's a good spot. We used to uh, we used to go there and catch some bluegill as well mm-hmm. for bait. You know, you can go and, out there at night and catch bluegill. Dude. Yeah, yeah, and and it's the, I know there was a guy 
a couple of years ago, he was a military guy. He ended up getting transferred to uh, somewhere in Japan, I think. But he was catching big, big bass. And he was throwing a, a trout, big old trout lure. Yeah. You know? Oh, wow. And because what happens is they stock that, that pond that with trout. Mm-hmm. And those bass were feeding on that trout. And they were getting big. Man. So he figured it out. Yeah. And was throwing a trout, you know. And he caught nine, <laughs> nine and a half, eight pounds. Yeah, and they're like in that. there. Yeah, and he ended up having a replica made of it. You know, That's dope. And, See, I wonder was, how it is, though, now after the whole overflow of it getting flooded. I, I don't, from what I've seen down on the lower river with all that water, the river basically kind of went downhill yeah. on the lower part past the confluence. It's killed creek, a lot you know? of fish, man. So I would think it'd probably do the same thing in there. Because mm-hmm. you know? I heard that it, it pushed a out pond. a lot of bait fish out of there. Well, this guy's seen it, too. Did you guys, did you hear about that carp? running all the carp running down at the lower river oh no dude there was thousands thousands of them, of them. Dang. but of they were all decaying and they yeah they look sick so the couple that i seen i ended up catching one i caught it with my hand mm-hmm. i mean you catch catching these fish because they're they're so, so distraught tight. yeah they, they don't know what you know and the couple that i did see they had spots all over them they were they they looked weird they yeah. almost looked like a pie ball, yeah you know yeah and it was just like what the heck is going on you know this is a trip you know, so something was not. There was something in that water that came down. Well, it's that like it picked up all yeah. that stuff was, hadn't flowed for how long? Oh god, dang! All the years. stuff from the sediment and the soil, exactly. everything came. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, that just years. I mean, that 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 river hadn't flowed. So it's know? like you have all that silt and stuff that just took up all the oxygen out of the water. It drained, killed a lot of fish that way. I was trying to fish. I remember I was telling you the story, Joe. I was out fishing. Took the kids out just for a quick run or whatever, and I had a some bait man and i was like ah, i'm just gonna stop right here and try it you know because i had caught um a flathead out of that gila gravity or mm-hmm. the gila um the gila river one time just i just tried it and i caught it so i was like they're in there yeah i already oh, knew yeah. so i was like ah, i'm just gonna try it man so i threw my baits out there and 10 minutes went by i was like you know what? the kids were getting all restless and stuff and they were getting tired so i was like you know what i'm gonna go i pulled the baits out bro and they were dead <laughs> jesus christ that no quick. oxygen yeah yeah that quick no oxygen yeah and that water was like red dude like it was like it looked like there was some some kind of toxic stuff just out of the lower river is real yeah. brown and oh, man it's it's kind of starting to clean up a little yeah. bit i seen it yesterday it's not as bad but mm-hmm. when it first man it was bad my buddy alfredo he's got a spot on the lower river where he was he found a good hole and he was tearing them up he caught a he was 37 out of there nice. oh, wow. and he caught i think another 20 and nice and he caught a good one out of there last year he didn't get to weigh it but it was probably mid 20s nice and good spot you know mm-hmm. And he fished one of my tournaments there. Um, that was when I did that bait tank. I think the bait tank tournament. And it was right after that water flowed through there. And it was so deep. And he's like, bro, yeah, there's got to be something big in here. Not a bite. Not a nipple. Nibble. Not nothing. That's crazy. Yeah, that you goes know? to show you, man. Well, it's like I heard just like just recently That's as crazy. well. It's like that whole area, the way the river runs right there changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Because it pushed a whole bunch of stuff right mm-hmm. there. It did. Well, I mean, look what happened with that unfortunately that fatality they had you know yeah, with, the, with, the, with the flow down yeah i mean that hasn't happened in years yeah i mean and and then look at the water conditions i i, I work down there i i, I worked with the wetlands oh, a lot. down there and, a lot you know you know david eccles yeah. right mm-hmm. you know he's he was telling me he's like dude it's bad he's like this river he's like i wouldn't get it and he fishes the lower river too mm-hmm. he's got a bunch of spots that he's cleared out and mm-hmm. you know he he's been fishing there for a while and he's like dude my spots are dead right now you know he says the water's just so bad he's like i don't even want to be down there yeah that sucks know? man 
that yeah. sucks. I mean, you, you you can't help you know Mother Nature. You can't help. I mean, they had to release that water. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna no, do? You can't. They can do it. Man. You can't get mad. You can't. You know, goddamn people. Why they do that? Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's 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 the cycle. Yeah. You know. Now it's time to to start over. Those know? big fish. I think I think a lot of those big fish because I know um, when I took the kids down there, we were fishing by the little island down there. Mm-hmm. Um, right by the hotel mm-hmm. um, we caught a couple of bluegill there healthy mm-hmm. bluegill yeah. they ended up dying because they yeah we ended up hooking them or whatever yeah. but, um, but they were still alive and kicking so I'm sure like a lot of the bigger fish like you know like the big catfish and stuff or the bass I'm sure they still managed mm-hmm. but I'm sure it did kill yeah. quite a few fish man yeah it had, oh, I it believe had to it, yeah. dude it had to have well the the wetlands pond you know they, they suck in from that river oh, you know man and a lot of a lot of those there was a lot of floating fish. Eccles said that, that one day after all that happened there was he counted on you know, ten, twelve floating channel cat, you know. And I mean those channel cat they're farm raised channel cat. Yeah. They're not as as, as strong as hardy as yeah. yeah, but I mean they, they they kind of adapt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't handle it. They just they couldn't yeah, handle there's it. Some, there was some there's definitely something in there, man. Mm-hmm. So that's unfortunate, but... Again, Have you guys you ever heard of people catching small flatties out of any of those community ponds? My wife, my woman, actually, she caught one out of the Summerton Pond, actually. Yeah, I heard about... I've heard there's... Yeah. I've heard there's a couple small yeah. flatheads in the in the Summerton Pond. Yeah. I've... I think my buddy back in the days caught a small one out of uh, the West Wetlands. Nothing. Maybe two they pounds, that there, pounds, they, they, you know? I heard they said that there were some in there, too, no? Yeah, well, I had heard also that somebody released, like, a 20... In the I West West. Means, really? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody released a 20 in the West West. <laughs> but, I mean. That's a right there. Oh, wow. Geez, that's a nice flathead. You wonder, though, is that. Somebody throw that in there? Or how'd that get in there? You know what I mean? When they initially. Yeah. So, how, just, how they did these ponds when they initially stocked them. I know. I, I can't speak for Summerton Pond, but I know, like, with PAC, mm-hmm. the initial, um, the initial uh, stocking was bluegill. And it was bait fish. It was small, yeah. smaller mm-hmm. bait fish. So bluegill, probably some mosquito minnows. You know, mm-hmm. the mosquito minnows, they, those are controlled. Mm-hmm. Used to control the mosquitoes, obviously. Mm-hmm. But just bait fish. Yeah. And then, obviously, with some catfish. And then some, there were some bass in there. They're, well, I don't even know if there's... Is there any little bass in there still? Or yeah, not? I was going to tell you. I actually saw um, three of them. I saw a nice one. Yeah? I saw a nice one in there. For whatever reason, they were out, out and about yesterday. Wow, yeah. I saw about three of them. Nice ones, too. Yeah. About a pound and a half. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, so, so how a flathead gets in there? I mean, and that's a that's a that healthy dude, flathead. That's a healthy, yeah, flathead, that's a healthy, healthy flathead. Yeah, when we right when she caught that, I was like, right when she caught it, when she hooked up on, I was like, yeah, this isn't yeah, not a normal this fish. Not a normal <laughs> fish, dude. The way it was fighting, I already knew yeah. when she pulled it out, and we were like, what? Yeah, a flathead yeah. in here? But I'm sure, you know, what I mean, I'm sure. Somebody, yeah, I don't know. You never know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the pond on 20th Street, I know that one has flatheads in there just because it comes off of there's that that ditch. Yep. So I'm sure. Well, there's bass in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've caught some nice ones. <laughs> Have you seen the carp coming out of there? I've caught some carp for bait too, bro. Jeez, oh, dude. You know <laughs> yeah. what pond it is? It's right yeah. there on uh, Windsor. It's the Windsor Pond. Windsor Pond. Oh, okay, okay. Twentieth. Dude, yeah, dude, there's some. This, this. See, I, I've drove past that many times for work, and I was like, the duck this, pond. Yeah, duck I see. Always see ducks there. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. This seems like an area with fish, just because it's a pond right there, and they yeah. probably throw something in there just to kind of keep keep up with the algae and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I don't know. And I never see anybody there. <laughs> yeah, red rattle trap. Yeah. Tune in tomorrow for part two of this two-parter episode. Mm-hmm.